following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I've had two cups of coffee. I'm ready to go. I tell you who else is ready to go. We talking about the NFL today. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, a little bit of baseball. We're gonna talk a little bit of basketball. Shout out to Frat Rue. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal is about ready to start doing his thing in Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to the state where uh, that's where the heart is at, man. The heart of it all. Go in there and do your thing. Bring a championship there to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Please end all this misery. I I did the best I could when I was there, Fred. I couldn't make it happen, man. Go in there and make it happen. Help the young fellow LeBron out. Yeah, LeBron has been around for a while. Seems like he's a veteran. He is a veteran, but he's not an old fella. You know, he's still a young fella. So go in there, Shaq, and uh, put some purple and gold down on the state and bring home a championship. Man, I need somebody to do me a favor. Anybody out there in this world that knows Larry Johnson, Herm, come on, Herman, Herman, Herman Edwards. Somebody get a message out to Herman. Herman, please reach out to LJ. He he needs some help. Now, I know I didn't read everything that he, as a matter of fact, I didn't read any of the, I didn't go to Twitter. I didn't want to see it. But, But Larry has been having some problems from my perspective for some time. Larry complained years ago about the Kansas City organization. I thought it was all over and done for him at that particular time. But now he seems to have taken it too far and, and, and I am I'm in his father's corner. I believe at this particular time he and his father perhaps maybe need to get down, take the agent out of the situation and sit down and talk with management themselves. And Larry said he was trying to do an honorable thing for his father. You know, and perhaps maybe he was, but these social networks are not the place for you to vent. Don't use it like that. It's not to be used like that. There are corporations out here now who who just don't agree with it. It will cost you your job. This may cost. Listen, LJ, I at one time, listen, I I didn't make a you fellows are playing in taxes. The best salary I ever made in my life. But I, I was one of the highest paid safeties to ever play the game at the time that I played. Corporate America is not waiting with a paycheck with that many zeros on it for you, nor any other NFL player. Donovan McNabb did an outstanding job last night in his interview. As a matter of fact, the fellows there uh, who shared the the platform with him complimented him on how well-spoken he was and realized that they might have to add another seat. When Donovan retires. But let me just say that 
that still does not carry the number of zeros that are on the paychecks that you're receiving now. You're still a somewhat healthy young man. I'm sure the body, the, the revelations of all the punishment you've taken to your body right now, have they not revealed themselves. They will years from now. But you got beat up for a few years there. But you still have some talent. But, Larry, you're not one of the premier backs in the NFL. I know you don't care what I have to say, but I got a mic. And I think sometimes those of us who've played the game, I always said this, and I'm going to say it again because there's going to be a person joining me later on on this show, Guy Troop from Troop 21. And I've told Guy many times because a baseball player, a great baseball player, Gary Maddox said it to me one time, and I continue to repeat it. Athletes need role models, too. So, Larry, I'm saying this to you as somebody who cares about you. Man, do, your, do what you do. You run that football. Don't run your mouth. Run the football. Don't tweet. Run the football. Continue to play the game like Brett Favre is for as long as you possibly can. If you love this sport, Play it for as long as you can. Don't cut yourself and your career short. And don't sell your time, oh, man, in this great, great game. Don't sell it short because of frustrations. Take your frustrations out on the defensive backs and the linebackers on the other side of the ball. But, Larry, man, give up on that thing. Don't worry about that coach's coach. And the bottom line is, Once they hand that ball to you, it has nothing to do. Running backs more than any other position on the football field have the freedom and creativity to do whatever they want. Once you get that ball in your hand, you can believe that when Reggie Bush got that ball on that reverse, they did not tell him to run down to the six-yard line and fly into the end zone. They didn't tell him to do that. When Barry Sanders used to get that ball and it was designed to go to his right, it was not drawn up for you to act as if, man, I see something going on back here on the left side. Let me cut this thing back. And, oh, no, let me cut it back to the right. Oh, no, let me cut it back. Oh, let me. No. Running backs, that's the creativity that you bring to the game. Larry, bring some of that to the game. If you want to punish somebody, it's not drawn up. It's not drawn up that you run over that person. It just happens. Shout out to Adrian Peterson. Ran over DB. That happens. That's okay. We take that as part of the game. We know as DBs, we know we're going to get run over every now and then. But we're going to get you back. So, Adrian, you know they're looking for you now. You you had your day, and that's good. You showed another part of the game. You're going to punish somebody when they're there. When the opportunity presents itself, you're supposed to punish somebody. But Larry Johnson, come on. Get it together, man. Don't do that. That's that's a, that's you're embarrassing yourself, your team, and the man that you say you care so much about your dad. You're embarrassing him with the way that you're acting. So I just thought I would throw that in there a little bit. And let me start talking a little bit about let me say a little bit about baseball. Because I gotta shout out to the Phillies. I listen. I told you all the Phillies had to do was go ahead and do their thing and get themselves ready and go back and, and repeat. Now the Yankees. Wow. the Yan- Let me just say this about the Yankees. They say it's the best baseball team that money could buy. 
that the Yankees may have nothing. You know, come on. You know they got the best closer that, that ever played the game. Mario, we know that. We already know that. Derek Jeter, come on, Hall of Famer. Alex Rodriguez, probably Hall of Famer. Andy Pettit, you know, Hall of Famer. This is, I mean, I don't think there's ever been a team with as much talent as this team right now of which the Yankees have in this lineup. I mean, there is a lot of talent. Now, I, the Phillies are playing very good. The Phillies got a lot of talent in their baseball, on their baseball team, too. But the resume of the Phillies is not that of the Yankees. They haven't been around long enough to accomplish what these men have accomplished. And it, it, I, I hope that there's no doubt about it. This should be a great series. I, I hope it goes seven games. I hope it goes down to the last out. It, it's, it, it, they deserve that. These two teams, they, they definitely deserve that. You know, and there's a couple guys on there. I don't, there is something. I wish scientifically somebody would take the time out to do some research and, and to study players that are let go by one team and follow them and, and let us know what happens once they arrive at another team. But because there are a couple players, I, I mean, those two pitchers that are going to be pitching at some point in time, Cliff Lee and CeCe Sebastian, who both came from the Indians. I'm, I'm begging Fred to bring a championship. Shaquille O'Neal to bring a championship to Cleveland, Ohio, because we haven't had one. Now, the fact of the matter is there are two pitchers on two different teams that were with the Cleveland Indians and are no longer with that team. And we're the end. They watching the game. They trying to get a ticket like I am to the World Series. What is it? Why is it that when players leave teams, they tend to go someplace else and excel? Not that they're not excelling in the environment that they were in prior to that. The teams in which they performed well then. But why do you let go of players that seem to have very good talent, particularly if you're not winning anything? Another example was last night on the Monday night football game. I'm watching the game, and Chris Witherspoon, of which of all teams, the Rams traded to the Eagles. He, he's starting. Not only does he get an interception, tip ball, and run in for a touchdown, and, and then he strips Jason Campbell again, a ball player making plays. Now, whoever the personnel people are that are making the decisions, sometimes you don't make the right decisions. I there's just something that a study needs to be, okay, somebody roll that study out. Scientific, give us some scientific evidence as to, you know, some research. Because you've studied a number of people and you've let us know, okay, according to our studies, this is the reason why these people are so successful once they leave one team and they land with another team. But I, I'll tell you what. I know the Rams last night, Those, the fellows that played for the Rams, they had to be like, wait a second, what in the world? Why? Why? How? I'm sure he probably made some plays for the Rams, but not like that. But I'm sure motivation has a lot to do with it. Well, you know, I guess I could be a part of that study because when Buddy ran me out of town, shout out to Buddy Ryan. When Buddy ran me out of town, yeah, man, I enjoyed two AFC championship games. And if it wasn't for John Elway, we'd have two Super Bowl rings. But those things happen. So 
There's going to be two guys that are, you know, playing in the World Series uh, to get a World Series championship ring, and one of them will get one because one is on the court. We're talking about Cliff Lee with the Phillies and CeCe Sebastian with the Yankees. So the Indians, wow, don't know what you're doing. Kind of doing some of the same things that the Cleveland Browns are doing, but I'm not going to waste my time on my show to talk about the Cleveland Browns. I refuse to do that. Listen, by the way, uh, I was ranting a little bit there, but uh, I talked about athletes need role models too. Uh, what's going to happen in the second segment of this show? I- I'm going to take some time to speak to my good friend, a Guy Troop from Troop 21. And uh, Guy is going to come on and talk to us a little bit about not just an event, but, but a, a great event that he hosts annually at the Super Bowl. And as a matter of fact, this is his 10th annual event at the Super Bowl, the Player Network event. We're going to have Guy Troop from Troop 21 join us after this break. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I'll be right back after this message. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Friday, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Uh, shout out to Brandy Williams at Studio B, public relations firm out there in the NC, doing some real good things. With, in fact, she's doing some things with, with one of the ball players out there, of which uh, I'm going to have uh, Vonnie Holiday on the show, 12-year veteran for the Denver Broncos. I don't know what is going on with me in this Denver thing. I, I got an affection for Denver that I should never have. Uh, but I'm going to get a chance to uh, holler at uh, Vonnie Holiday, And uh, I'm going to talk to Vonnie about John Bunning. Yeah, I probably made him a little nervous right there because uh, JB was a teammate of mine with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I believe he was uh, Vonnie's coach when he was at uh, North Carolina. But uh, shout out, Brandy. Thank you for uh, looking out. Uh, I mentioned that after the break I was going to have my good friend Guy Troop on from uh, Troop 21. And uh, I'm going to bring Guy on. You know, one thing about... You know, I look at coaches, you know, and coaches are, are, are really teachers. I, I've always felt that coaches are teachers. And, and at the professional level, you know, coaches continue to be teachers. And, and I guess if, if players are the students, you know, I guess at this level, they, they must be graduate or, or a PhDs in, in their particular uh, field of expertise, which is sports. But uh, I think that uh, working and talking with God, you know, we're trying to work with athletes to get them to uh, – take some of uh, those attributes and assets that they've gained in the world of sports and, and, and use them and, and help transition uh, for a life once football is over with. And I know that's why I'm so concerned about Larry Johnson because, you know, you're still you're creating a resume even as you play for when life is done on the football field. And speaking about when life is done, uh, I think that's a good segue because I want to bring my good friend Guy Troop from Troop 21 Guy, you there? I'm here. Well, Guy, listen, I, I tried to do you some justice earlier, uh, but I'll I tell you what, uh, the justice has, has been done because there are many players that I've talked to uh, since you and I met a couple years ago that are familiar with uh, Troop 21 and the things you've been doing for the, for the past uh, 10 years. But for those out there who don't know, I just wanted to give you a chance to talk a little bit about it because the season is halfway halfway over so that means we're, we're about halfway to one of the greatest events that uh, that ever existed for current and nfl athletes so so why don't you talk a little bit about it and and i know you got some uh, special people who are going to be participating uh with you as well this year but tell us a little bit about uh troop 21 and the player network event well troop 21 we're a human capital management firm with a expertise in sports human capital management is a fancy way of saying we help people transition into and out of the workplace and help them with their challenges in life. So when you see scenarios like uh, <clears throat> the Michael Vick scenario, the Pac-Man Jones scenario, uh, and others that have found themselves in, in off, uh, engaged in off-the-field challenges, uh, teams and leagues and unions and colleges hire us to develop programs to help them. And uh, we also have a, a pretty unique niche uh, in the NFL in helping players transition to second career opportunities. Uh, hence, we have the player networking event. Well, Guy, as I mentioned, uh, I've known you for a couple of years, and uh, I, want to, I want to take this uh, chance right now to, to, to tell Ucho Cinco to kind of hold up just a little bit. Uh, maybe in, in the social networking, he may be uh, breaking into uh, you know a new phenomenon, but certainly – uh, a young man that I met, Dez Clark, who I met last year at the 
uh, player network event came over. Uh, I had a chance to interview him. Would have never met him had I not been at the uh, player network event. And he expressed to me that he had an interest in, in sports broadcasting. So uh, he has had his show here, uh, Sportsmanlike Conduct, where he brings sports uh, to the airwaves from his perspective as a current player. And so uh, there's opportunities for, for players, I believe, that are interested not only in sports broadcasting. Tell us some of the other co- uh, career opportunities that, that might exist at the uh, Player Network event. Well, if a, a, uh, a number of companies that have expressed an interest in our program, and uh, before talking about the companies, I really want to just paint a picture for uh, you, Ray, and the listeners about transitioning from football. I mean, the average career is under three years, under four years. Uh, players typically take about 18 months to really understand that it's over. So all of the guys, the 300 or so athletes that did not make a roster this year have been sitting around in the fall waiting for a call. And, you know, maybe 10 of those guys will get a call. I think Derek Brooks got a call possibly and chose not to take it. And those kind of guys are kind of sitting around and, and, the reality is is that they need to move on with their lives become passionate about it. Uh, you hear a lot of athletes talk about how difficult it is to become passionate about something uh, that uh, beyond football because they put so much blood, sweat, and tears into it. But our event is really designed to help athletes think about internships or, or some sort of employment opportunity, uh, look at business opportunities, either startup businesses or partnerships, take a look at marketing and endorsement deals, franchising, and even charitable activities. So uh, we've, over the years, we've, we've changed the themes of our event every year. Uh, this is our 10th year anniversary, so the silver anniversary should be special. At this point, we have a couple of banking institutions, RVS and RVS Bank, which is owned by the Walton Family Bank of America. They're both coming to talk a little bit about financial uh, advising and banking opportunities. We have uh, Merrill Lynch, which is really under the Bank, bank of Oklahoma umbrella, that will be there. Uh, you guys, uh, Voice America Sports, is here to offer a great opportunity for players interested in broadcasting. As you spoke about, uh, Dez's opportunity, and, and we're going to try to help build out that sports network uh, to, to surpass what anyone in the nation might think they can put together. So we're, we're proud and happy to be working with Voice America Sports and Motivox in that capacity. And we have a number of other player-owned or affiliated businesses that will be on display. And if you, if I, I could paint a picture for your listeners. It's really a combination between a career fair and a happy hour where there's a lot of networking. We bring executives, over 300 executives from different industries attend uh, we have about 40 vendors and then, uh, you know, a little over 100 athletes RSVP to attend every year. So it's a, it's a great event for both active and former players, and we're excited. This year, uh, a couple of active players you may know of, Felix Jones is coming back with his marketing company. we got uh, Tommy Harris, who's affiliated with the Clothe Year and is really getting out there. He's interested in acting. And uh, Dave Dorison is probably a story that most people don't know, but Dave was a prominent a uh, football player in the in the mid eighties and nineties got won two Super Bowl rings, uh, one with the Giants and one with the Bears, and uh, he's been an entrepreneurial success. And he's going to be our keynote speaker at the event. 
Well, it is an event that I certainly uh, want to be uh, an even stronger advocate for. I have, uh, since the day that I attended, uh, I have not yet stopped speaking uh, in a positive way about the event. If there was some way that the NFL could make any uh, program or, or any event uh, mandatory, this is certainly one of which I think should be uh, mandatory. Guy, you, you talked about 18 months. Uh, what is the greatest challenge for you uh, being uh, the founder and executive, chief executive uh, of Troop 21? What, what is, is the greatest challenge that you've had in trying to convince uh, the, the young men that they should attend this event? Because of the fact, I'm sure at 18 months into their career, they still think they're invincible. Well, I, I think it's twofold. One, um, it is uh, players have a great superstition about going to Super Bowl when you're not playing in it, active players. So there's, just a, there's a faction in the league that says, I'm not going to the Super Bowl till I make the game. And so at that point, the 1,800 or so players who play in the NFL – you know, a majority of them will say, hey, I'm tired, it was a rough season, and I have this superstition or this belief that I shouldn't go uh, to the Super Bowl until I'm playing in the game. So our marketing strategy and one of our challenges is really just to show players uh, of the beautiful network that exists in America's top sporting event. And there are CEOs from all kinds, all industries, and all types that converge upon the Super Bowl to really conduct business, and our, our sale is that you are a brand that needs exposure that weekend. But that's the, that's the primary challenge would really involve around the superstition of not going, and secondarily, it is just convincing a player that uh, he's much more than a body and a uniform, and he's a brand that has. Uh, great possibilities in the marketplace, but he needs to be nurtured and networked while he's playing uh, versus waiting till the career is over. Now, guy, let me ask you, I, I know uh, the event, of course, is uh, annually uh, at the Super Bowl, uh, and, and, and I, that superstition that you mentioned, I'm not going to say that I had a, a superstition, but, but it was something that was very similar to that. But, but my perspective was that I felt that many times you don't know what you're missing unless you've had it. So what I did, I think it was like my third, my second, at the end of my second or third year, I went to the Super Bowl for the first time so that I could see what, you know, all this, you know, football mania was about. And I, and I understood and I left there saying, wow, I see what it is. And, and now I do want to be a part of that. And, and then, of course, you know, played, you know, several years, well, a few years after that. And, and then went to another Super Bowl when we lost the first AFC championship game to to Denver. But I just went to the game, and I participated in the uh, festivities as it related to, let's just say, having a good time. But this is not about just having a good time. Th this is about a career of which is going to last a lot longer than your football career. So I say that because... Are the agents of the players or whomever is is doing the, the representing of the players uh, as it relates to their off-the-field activities, are, are they involved at all, or do you just work directly with the players? Well, we work directly through the league office and the individual teams to market, advertise directly to players. Uh, we have been uh, encouraged to reach out to agents, and we, we do uh, on an ad hoc basis, but what 
what we don't want this to turn into is a, an event where agents come to recruit other talent. Okay, and hey, so, guy, I'm sorry. We, we've got music. We're going to have to take a break. We're going to come back on that point. It's not for agents to come and recruit talent. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I got my good friend Guy Troop from Troop 21 with us. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'll be right back after this break. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got my good friend Guy Troop with me from Troop 21. And, of course, we're talking about the Player Network event, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary. Now, I, I just want to say that part again. Guy Troop and Troop 21 are celebrating their 10th anniversary of the Player Network event. I, I talked to a young man the other day that was not aware of that. He just come out of the game a few years ago, and he was not aware of that. So I'm going to ask all of the players out there that are listening, please make it known to those of us in this fraternity of professional sports to get down to Miami and attend the Player Network event. It is one of the most valuable of all events that we have. It, is prob- it carries the most value 
of any of them that we have. And it is much needed, and we finally have it. It's been in existence for 10 years, and we need more people to participate. Guys, you mentioned it's not for agents uh, to come there to recruit their players, but it certainly is a place for them to come in support of, of their players. Is that right? That's right, and we we love for players and agents to attend to check out the various opportunities and companies that have have expressed an interest in working with athletes in some capacity. Uh, I really like the unique nature of this event. I mean, we're going to have over 20 player entrepreneurs present pushing or launching a product or a service that they're that they've gotten behind financially. It may have been their own own creation in terms of their intellectual property, but tons of players converging in one place to share uh, the mutual goal of trying to do well in in life after sports. Well, I I certainly have been a benefactor of the opportunity because I came to uh, Phoenix, Arizona after living in Philadelphia for uh, quite some time and came to Phoenix, Arizona as an entrepreneur and found myself in a position where uh, I needed to uh, match up uh, with a company. Uh, I needed to bring forth what my vision was and my goals and my business model, and I needed a business partner. And I found one in Motorbox, which is the parent company of Voice America. And I had a a vision of a business and a plan of, of which uh, the two of us engaged, and we carried it forward. And then I got an opportunity to meet uh, guy and so then I was able to take our our show on the road and participate in in Troop Twenty One Player Network event at last year's Super Bowl, uh, but I got a chance to speak with you guy in in in, in great detail and I, and I found out that there is something uh, that finally the NFL rolled out and you played a major role in that and that's the NFL broadcast boot camp and I want to I want to tie something into that a little bit later but but. But can you talk to me a little bit about what the NFL Broadcast Boot Camp, what that's about? Because I'm going to just piggyback off of that uh, after you make your comments. Well, uh, as background, you hear a lot of stories about uh, players struggling in transition. And so I often have to challenge players, especially active players, to take advantage of the benefits and services of your employer. It'd be like starting uh, a job, having full health benefits, catching the flu, and not going to the doctor. So the NFL has put a lot of money behind programs, degree completion programs, financial education programs, internship programs, entrepreneurial programs, and programs like the Broadcast Boot Camp that allow players to take a little time uh, to learn about things that will help them uh, when this so-called career is done. It's really not a career. I call it the best part-time job in the world. (laughs) Uh, And so the broadcast boot camp uh, was a a pilot that we created uh, years ago when I was an employee of the NFL uh, that a gentleman by the name of Von Bryant took and carried out uh, after I departed from the league. And Von was very instrumental in getting – CBS and Fox and other networks along with the NFL network to uh, train athletes in a, in a boot camp format for careers in, as journalists. And uh, I think that uh, it's a beautiful opportunity uh, 
uh, here with Motivox and Voice America Sports for those athletes who have been trained in the NFL's boot camp to now take that uh, training out into the real world and practice their craft and become good at it. The, the, I, believe, I, I believe in God, and I believe in God-given talents, but I don't think that there's one professional athlete or one professional in the world that didn't get what they got without getting reps. So repetition is, is key, and, and I think your network provides the athlete that wants to become Brian Gumble or Dan Rather with an opportunity to get reps like he got in middle school or elementary school or Pop Warner Ball. And, and, and Guy, you're not going to believe this, but, but I, too, was a, about to, to address some spirituality. And I was about to say, for those of you who are not spiritually connected, this is nothing but God in, in this whole scenario because there was a young man who had found me out on the web, who had just did a Google search and, and found me on the web, and he and I spoke after I did a show. And that young man uh, happened to be uh, Lee Mont Williams, outside the huddle with Lee Mont Williams, who is on this sports network as we speak. And, and, and Lee Mont, uh, after I had an opportunity to speak with him and tell him what the vision was of Voice America Sports, said, you need to meet Guy Troop. And lo and behold, I never in my wildest dreams knew that when I spoke to this man, Guy Troop, that I was going to be able to reach over into my briefcase and, and pull out the newsletter of which had come to my house. And in that newsletter was the NFL broadcast boot camp. And here I am uh, speaking to the man who had the vision to create the broadcast boot camp. But as I sat at my desk at Voice America Sports and I had envisioned how organically this thing would grow, I was looking for an opportunity to give players who perhaps maybe have an interest in sports broadcasting or any type of journalism a platform where they could, again, practice and hone their skill sets. And so I think it's, uh, it's a natural fit that we all have come together. And, and many players have reciprocated. And, you know, you have Kwame Lasseter, who, who was on this sports, uh, sports network. You have uh, Damian Anderson. You, you mentioned Dave Dorson, Rue, frat brother there. I appreciate the fact that Dave is about uh, to join us. But I think this is a tremendous opportunity. And it's not uh, anything other than, than what I believe is God put us together here. And I, I just want to thank you for allowing us, because it's my understanding also that not any and everybody can participate in the player network event. And that's what I want to also lead into, that there could be some assurances uh, that there's been some due diligence done by your company and the league uh, based upon who they will allow to participate. And it's kind of safeguarded the players to know that th this is a good opportunity. Am I right about that? Yeah, we, we definitely have to uh, protect the athletes that uh, come to the event, they, they're already uh, marks in so many ways, being approached by uh, friends and strangers alike and uh, shrewd business uh, people that in some way want them to invest their dollars and, and sometimes to the detriment of the athletes. So our process takes companies through a, a strict uh, review and we actually defer to the NFL that there are companies that they feel are not suited to be there. Uh, we are a sanctioned NFL event. We have a, basically the license to use uh, the sanctioned 
NFL Super Bowl logo, and with that comes a lot of scrutiny. Uh, and so we're, we're happy that that scrutiny exists because it actually helps us help the players sift through uh, unsavory uh, business people. So the the other thing that I would share about that is that, you know, there's a lot that goes on that people think that, you know, a football player is set for life. Uh, but when you look at the, the salary and the career span, uh, if one's lifestyle wasn't moderate during the playing career, most football players will have to work again. And uh, losing a lot, large lump sum on a, a bad real estate investment or a, 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 a house that was too too large that you couldn't maintain once the playing dollars are, are gone or even a, a bad franchising deal all can, can put the celebrity elite athlete back to where he might have been coming out of high school or college with, you know, little to nothing in the bank and, and very very few skills. Now, we, we believe they have transferable athletic skills, uh, but, and our, one of our jobs is always to teach them how those skills apply to the, to the workplace. Yeah, and I, and I, I agree with you uh, about uh, the catastrophe that happens to many players uh, once their uh, professional careers uh, abruptly ended. Because uh, many times uh, there's very few athletes, and even those who are in position to walk away from the game uh, went on their own terms. They struggle with it. I mean, Brett Favre right now, Brett, Brett could have walked away from the game in, on his own terms, but but he struggles with it. So it's it's, it's very difficult. Uh, I saw an article, I believe it was uh, Sean Alexander, the running back uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Sean feels that he still can contribute to, to a team. Um, but sometimes, in his case, I think the NFL made the decision. In Brett's case, you know, he has uh, the opportunity to, to make the decision when his career will be over with. But the catastrophe is that most athletes, uh, they share their wealth. Uh, unlike maybe some other people who have obtained their wealth over a period of time, uh, an athlete, you may see it gradually coming through your career, through college, and you may think, well, possibly it's going to be okay. Uh, but then there could be uh, things that happen, like uh, I think it's uh, uh, Bradford, the quarterback that got hurt this weekend and probably lost a couple weekends ago, probably lost about $25 million just with an injury. Uh, so the monies you may count on, they may not be there. Hey, listen, guy, I appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, we're going to have to get you back on so we can finish this conversation. That was Guy Troop from Troop 21, the Player Network event, having its 10th anniversary at this year's Super Bowl in Miami, Florida. Players, corporate America, go to that website, troop21.com, and sign up. Get there. It's a good thing. Do the right thing. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. 
Hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay we're back you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm of course in phoenix living like it matters that was a great conversation Every time I get a chance to spend some time with Guy Troop, I learn something. I've always said this, that athletes need role models, too. Thank you for giving that advice to me, Gary Maddox, a great baseball player with the Philadelphia Phillies, and also a great businessman. And Gary said that to me one day when we were out hitting some golf balls, and I never forgot it, and I share that with everybody so, I mean, just think about it. I mean, I could be, well, not me. Let's say there's some great football players out there. But they're great football players. Listen, they play football well. You probably can't walk onto the football field and play football at the level that they play, just like they couldn't walk in and be a surgeon uh, without, you know, going through what's necessary in terms of being educated to learn how to do that. So just because, you know, you make a whole lot of money, there are people who strike it rich all the time. And that's what you do in the NFL. You strike it rich. But you accumulate and you build wealth. And, and, and I'm not talking about being rich. I'm talking about trying to maintain the income and the money that comes into you so that it lasts a lifetime. And so that's what we're trying to do now. We're trying to support each other as athletes. And have an event of which corporate America is not there to prey on the athlete, 
but to partner with that athlete in this transition adjustment. So I thank you, Guy Troop and Troop 21, uh, for all of those that are interested. Again, you can go to troop21.com. That's T-R-O-U-P-E 21, the number, dot com. And that is the founder and CEO, Guy Troop, and he has been a blessing to so many uh, NFL players and to corporate America, too, because they've uh, they've uh, invested their money with many people out there in corporate America. Hey, we, we're supposed to talk a little bit of football here, just a little bit of football. Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles and Donovan McNabb. Deshaun and Deshaun, man, big plays, big plays win football games. It's just a matter of either you make them or you don't. I, I believe DRC told us a couple weeks ago when I interviewed him when I was out there at the car in the locker room after the game and they played the Houston Texans and he had to pick six and, and, and was high-stepping into the end zone, only two things can happen. You know, either you make the play or you get beat, but you got to be, you know, Go ahead and make the play. At least try to make the play. Big plays win ball games. And Deshaun, man, Jackson, he 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 did a good thing last night. He looked real good. Uh, the young man is a good football player, and uh, I'm sure the, the Eagles look good. They do look good, and um, I think that NFC East right now, the Cowboys, they played a decent game. I give the Cowboys, you know, some credit. You know, they won a football game. I, I got to be, I'm a journalist. I'm, you know, I'm not supposed to be biased. Yeah, right. I'm t- right now the Eagles, you know, the Eagles are the team in the NFC East to be beat. Uh, if you don't beat them, you don't win that NFC East. How about the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, I'm going to be a homer on this one. I'm going to shout out to my man, Beanie Wells, because Beanie looked good. Yeah, the ball came loose, but that's okay. High and tight, Beanie. And he's starting to hold that ball high and tight. But the Cardinals look good. Larry Fitzgerald was not the featured wide receiver in this particular game. But they won. And and the, the, the fact of the matter is that you have to respect that running game right now. Because Beanie Wells is a patient runner that has a burst. So in other words, you will think, like, man, come on, run, 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 run. And then all of a sudden, boom, he, he hit that hole. He's gone. A patient runner that with a burst is extremely dangerous in the National Football League because it, it's a matter of a fraction of a second that his, he can register what's in his brain, he can transfer that to his feet, and he can make it happen. Now, the young Jim Brown also has a stiff arm that he has mastered this stiff arm throughout his high school and college career. It is nasty. If I played, I try to break his arm. I don't like that, but that's what he does, and I love it that he does because I'm rooting for him now. You know, it's not that I'm playing against him. If I was playing against him, shout out to Marcus Allen. I told y'all years ago, Marcus did that to me in the, in, in the Raiders game one time, we, and I tried to just take him and slam him on his shoulder. I tried to grab that arm and slam him on the ground. That is embarrassing. Beanie is stiff-arming people and lifting them up off their feet. That is just embarrassing. But the Cardinals now, because of Beanie, they got a good running game. And, and Hightower, don't worry. Listen, Hightower ain't going nowhere. But that's a change of pace there. And I, and I like that. And I think the Arizona Cardinals, listen, they're a team to be reckoned with. Shout out to Fish. Hey, Fish, 
I was with you on that one, man. I knew y'all was going to do it. There's no way in the world that, that Brett was going to continue to have all the great games that he was having, and he was having some great games. Uh, but the Steelers and Big Ben, they, they did their thing. And, uh, and, and Brett lost, but uh, that's okay. Let me look at some games this week because I picked some games last week, and I, I, I'm doing pretty good. You, you go back and check. You can hear it on demand whenever you want to. If you miss me live, you can hear it on demand at Pittsburgh and Minnesota. I told you that was going to be a good game. Um, you know, I told you Chicago and Cincinnati was going to be a good game. Dallas just, you know, Atlanta just didn't show up. And Arizona and, and, and the Giants. I told you that was going to be a good game, too. Houston, San Francisco, Mike Singletary. Mike's going to get that team together. It's going to take him some time, but that team is going to adapt his personality, and that's, that's going to be a good football team. It's just going to take some time. They need some players. They, they don't have all the players they need, they need to have. Okay, let's look at this week's games. I, I, we got about five. I like to pick five. You know, I got five fingers on one hand, so five, 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 five dollar foot long. Okay, I'm going to do a five dollar foot long. And I don't even have the right to throw that out there. They don't, they're not sponsoring my show. But I just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay, New Orleans and Atlanta. Atlanta's going into New Orleans, and I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. You're not going to go into New Orleans and end their winning streak. So New Orleans, I, I, you know, listen, Drew Brees is hot. I mean, he's on fire. And the team is too. And Reggie Bush now, listen, I mean, for a while, we didn't even know Reggie was still on that team. And all of a sudden, like underdog, Reggie just comes back out. Hey, wait, y'all forgot about me? Let me just remind you of the talent that I have. So now it's another factor in there. Let me look at another game. Uh, Miami is going into the Jets. And I'm listen, that Wildcat, I like the Wildcat. I like Miami, the way they use the Wildcat. But again, what the Jets is going to do, my man Ryan going to get together with Daddy, and they're going to sit down, and they're going to run blitz. So they're coming at you the whole game, whether you're in Wildcat or whatever, they're just going to come at you. And the Jets... Listen, my man, we didn't like the fact, Sanchez, that you was eating that hot dog on the sideline. You haven't earned the right to eat that hot dog yet. We don't care if you were hungry. Wait till after the game. You haven't earned that right. There are certain rights that you earn as a veteran player, and you can eat hot dogs. And listen, when you play in the league, I don't care if, and that's the thing about it, when you come in as that superstar that you haven't earned your right, you have to, you have to earn the right and respect of the veteran players. And, nah, you know that you said you were going to get in trouble. I, yeah, you're going to tongue lashing right now. You have not earned the right to eat that hot dog. Okay, let me look at this last. A couple more there. Giants and Phillies. Eagles got that. You can't come into Philly and win that, New York. And the best game of this week, Denver and the Ravens. I got to go with the Ravens. I can't stay on that thing with them Denver Broncos. Man, how can I keep doing that? Nah, my man, Vonnie ain't going to come on my show. Vonnie, don't worry about that, man. Come on, be on the show, man. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.